Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Think you know the Brooks Ghost? Think again. Introducing the all-new, better-than-ever Ghost 16. Now with nitrogen-infused cushioning for lightweight, supreme softness that feels good every step, every street, every single day. So go ahead, take your daily joyride in the all-new nitrogen-infused Ghost 16. It'll turn your everyday miles into everyday endorphins. Let's run there. Head to brooksrunning.com to learn more. Welcome to Stupidity, home of the greatest media mind ever to walk the planet. Okay, so here's the deal. He's a true icon in every sense of the word. He's loved and feared more than any being to grace this planet. There's two guys, hey, a man with a voice that sounds like Barry White and Beyonce had a Jewish baby. God himself would pay $39.99 for a cameo fact of the matter is, you are about to embark on a transcendent experience that can only be described as psychological nudity. This is Stu Goss, and this is Stupidity. Here we go, Jim. Tony! Welcome in to another episode of Stupidity, the biggest podcast in the world, thanks to you. Please subscribe, rate, and review. Unsubscribe, resubscribe, re-rate, re-review. By doing that, you have made us the biggest podcast in the world. We are presented by our friends over at DraftKings. Mikey A., we are about to catch up with a very, very old friend. I can't wait for this. Chris Felica, the bear, is going to join us here in just a second. Oh, are we excited? We are radiant around here. That's awesome. I love the bear. I miss the bear. So do I. So do I. A quick game of athletes that can help bears. <laughs> oh, let's do it. Go ahead. Do it. Go ahead. I got, I got Yogi Berra. How about that? Yogi. Yogi the bear. <laughs> bear Bryant. That's lame. Come on. That is that is lame. Jack oh, Nicholas, the golden bear. That's good. That's decent. I don't know if it's Grizzly Adams. Me. Grizzly Adams is fantastic. Fuck. <laughs> but Smokey Robinson. Berra. Okay, well, listen, all I thought of, I thought Yogi Berra was Smokey Robinson. It's good to Smokey the Bear. I thought Yogi, uh, I thought my kind of bear. I thought, uh, I thought Yogi was going to end the game, so I only thought of one. <laughs> That's all I have. <laughs> I'll end the game right now. You ready? Uh, honey Boo Boo. Boom. You you got honey and you got yeah. Boo Boo Bear. Okay, good for you. <laughs> you win. Okay. I'm also Cub Swanson. About- Bear Grylls. You're an asshole. Uh, now you're now you're showing off. Okay. Yes. <laughs> and I'm out. So go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> I came to the party with Yogi Berra. That's it. Um, listen, I'm excited to have the bear on. I am super excited to have him on. 
Uh, I was thinking about presenting him with a bet, okay? He picks every bowl game. I pick every bowl game. And I'm going to present these stakes to him, okay? If I win, I just sit. So for college game day, national semifinal, I sit. They don't acknowledge I'm there. I don't say a word. No one speaks to me. But for the entirety of that show, three-hour show, pregame show, I sit on the bear's lap. <laughs> what do you think? You think I'll go for it? <laughs> I'll bet he would go for it. I First off, I don't think he would be scared of betting with you. That's like, I mean, unless, unless you're given unless you're given points. Yes. But I would say this: I think also you should remove an article of clothing every time they show you. Done. I mean, I don't care. Just get me on the set until until all you until until all you are is in underwear and face paint. Yeah, but then perhaps you won't want me sitting on his lap. <laughs> That's his problem. He should have bet better. It's a fair point. Uh, all right, let's get to our... Uh, so you think he's going to go for it? I think he'll go for it as well. I think he'll, he'll I think he'll go for it. Better. Okay. Uh, let's get to our uh, friend Chris Felica. Before we do so, hiring again? Zip Recruiter finds top talent for you. Try it for free at ziprecruiter.com slash stewpod. That's ziprecruiter.com slash S-T-U-P-O-D. Zip Recruiter, the smartest way to hire. Bear, what the fuck is going on? I have noticed you've been booed in some cities. Like, what is happening there? I know, but why? I, I don't know. Well, Michigan State started this rumor, like, someone said I called them a fraud when it was actually Kirk and Reese right. who, who said, Were they, are, are they a fraud? Right. And I said, that's your word, not mine. And then, like, Cincinnati, I don't know why, I, other than me saying that, like, they were in a great spot and they shouldn't be in the top four right like right then. And then I went on that show like there and said, I think ultimately if I had to make a bet, I'd, I'd bet on him making the playoffs. Right. So it's okay though. It's good to be the heel every now and then. Uh, it, I, like, I, like, I, like, I like having some, uh, some venom thrown my way. It's good. No, I understand that. But you're like, uh, you're the Stugats of college game day. No one boos you. Like, everyone I, celebrates you. I, let me do it. Listen, I, I, first I, off, whoever said Michigan State was a fraud, they were right. Right. So you, you wish you would say Correct. that. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, try, I try and play it. Down there. And, and the, the amazing thing was, when we were there, when, when Tucker came on the set, right. he actually, like, said to Kirk, like, why did he say we were a fraud? And Kirk's like, he didn't. So it's amazing, like how these rumors get like, like the head coach of the team actually thought that I said. Wait, it. so Mel Tucker came on the set and asked Herbie, what? yeah, yeah, not, <laughs> not actually... like live on the show, but like in, in commercial break. And Wait, like, just who, who called them a fraud though? Who was it that called them a Kirk, fraud again? Kirk and Reese. So he asked the person who called him a fraud why you called him a fraud? Kirk and Reese are like, are they, are they a fraud? And I'm like, I, I'm not saying that they're a fraud. They've won, the, they've won a bunch of 50 50 games. So. Yeah, That's some bullshit, it, though, man, that Herbert gets away with. I mean, listen, yeah, we'll, get, got, we'll, we'll get to the shit that he got away with with Mike Ryan's news in a minute. But, but I uh-oh. Mean, uh-oh. <laughs> I mean, I'm teasing. I love Herbert. I but but uh, that's some bullshit that Mel Tucker did that yeah, to you. I mean, it, seriously. It's all right. They, 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 they made it up by losing by 100 against Ohio State. They made it up to me. So. <laughs> and then Cincinnati, they, what was their reason? Just because? Yeah, they, 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 because I, like, said that they were – all because they go undefeated and it shouldn't be that they're in the top four right then and there. All right. Let me say That's what okay. you don't want to say because you're a very nice man. Anyone who's booing the bear, go fuck yourself, okay? This is one of the nicest men on the planet. No one boos the bear, okay? No one boos the bear unless he loses your money. <laughs> yeah, which which has been the case this year. The column has not been, has not been great, but I, did, I chopped a lot of wood this week. It's perfect in the column this week. 
Are you okay with telling uh, with me telling on your behalf, Sparty Nation and Cincinnati, all of them to go fuck themselves? Are you good? Yes, <laughs> of course. Okay, good. All right, go fuck yourselves. How about that? <laughs> uh, <laughs> the bear, the bear, Chris Felica, with us here. We're very excited. By the way, speaking of Cincinnati, if Oklahoma State gains three more inches, is Cincinnati in the playoff? Yeah, I think they are. Really? I think they are. Yeah, I do because I think they would have been undefeated. And I think that win over Notre Dame would have uh, still carried the carried the day. And 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 I know a lot of people talk about name cachet. Now, if you take the state away from Oklahoma, if it was Oklahoma, then I think maybe it's a little bit different argument. But I think uh, because it was it was Oklahoma State and not Oklahoma or Texas from that league. Yeah, I, I, I love Cincinnati. You gotta give them, give them credit. They they won all their games. They. They scheduled Notre Dame, and was Notre Dame a great team? No, but they went on the road, and they won the game by double digits, and it was a really good opportunity for them to to uh, to, to put Cincinnati in and, and end this uh, fallacy, like how there was no way a group of five team could get in or uh, it was rigged against them. Now they're in. Go play the games and see what happens. I call BS. Bear, I think you're just trying to make amends for calling Cincy a fraud. He's overcompensating. Oh, yeah. so, now, so now I called Cincy. So now we're saying I called Cincy a fraud. Okay, I, I, see, I see where you're going. My eye. We're, we're good. No, he didn't call anyone a fraud. It was Herb Street, and everyone thinks it's exactly. Felica. I mean, exactly. Herb Street and Reese. Uh, I'm on the blogosphere. I see what it is. <laughs> I picked Michigan State to go to Miami by alma mater and win the game. Yes. And like people think I hate Michigan State. Like, I picked them to go and win against Miami. I, I said I thought they would lo- could lose to Nebraska. I took Nebraska plus the points, and Nebraska should have won the game. And Nebraska did Nebraska thing. Like I was right in both of those instances. You were. So it's like, and oh, by the way, I picked them to beat Michigan. Right. But somehow I still hate. I still hate them. So it's all about the last thing you said. You know how that works, man. Correct. And exactly. Not, not that you said anything bad, yeah. but I mean, I know. And, and and then like my cousin Vinny, the whole team had the flu. The whole town's got the flu. The whole team had the flu <laughs> against Penn State, and Penn right. State well, it was, it was terrible that day, and I was I was wrong there. I want to no, get... it's it's interesting because they got a, they got an interesting bowl game, and based on the uh, the movement in that line, like it sure does look like Kenny Pickett isn't going to play in that game. Right. So they, they 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 dodged a little bit of a bullet there against uh, Heisman finalists. I want to get to the University of Miami with you in uh, in just a second, but what's a win for Cincinnati and the non-Power Five schools? Meaning they play Alabama and they could win without actually winning the game. Meaning they can keep it competitive. So they're in a tough spot. Alabama is yeah. so good, so dominant. Cincinnati can get blown out by thirty-five points easily. We could all see that happening. But what would you consider a win without them actually winning the game, if that makes sense to you? Just be competitive? Lose by, right. Yeah, lose by what the odds makers have. Lose by two scores, and that, 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 that's, that's a win. It's interesting because the odds makers actually have quite a bit of respect for Cincinnati in this game. Yes. Like, I thought this line would be like 14 and a half or so. And when we were playing guess the line with the guys on the set on selection day, um, like they were all saying 16, 17. And when I said 13 and a half, I was like, wow, that's a ton of respect for, for Cincy from the odds makers. Cause I would imagine it's going to be a lot of one-way action on, uh, on Alabama at that number under two touchdowns, but uh, they actually have a, a pretty good secondary. And without Mechie there, uh, we, we'll, we'll see if Bryce Young and that offense will be able to throw the ball up and down the field on, on Cincinnati, like they did uh, against Georgia in that SEC title game. And, uh, we'll see how it goes, but 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 if you're looking at if you're looking at bet Cincinnati, 
I would probably wait a little bit because I would, I would think this number uh, might hit 14 or 14 right, and a half. Right. Uh, did we overrate uh, Georgia the entire season? Or was that like, how'd you feel about that whole thing? Uh Maybe we did a little bit, but at the same time, they were such so dominant throughout the course of the year. Uh, I think it was just one of those where kind of ever, the, the perfect storm. Alabama had to win. Georgia kind of, even though they wanted to win an SEC championship, they probably knew that even if they didn't win, they were in. Uh, they had not faced a passing offense like Alabama's all year long. And I don't know about the quarterback, man. Like last year, he was terrible against Alabama. He was 18 of 40 in that game with three picks. And, and, and I said something on our podcast with Steve before, like all three of these things can be true. Alabama won the game because they had the better quarterback play. Stetson Bennett wasn't the reason Georgia lost, but Stetson Bennett was the reason they lost once they fell behind because he, there was no way they were coming back with it. So it's like all three of those things can be true. And uh, it's going to be interesting to see what happens if they – wind up beating Michigan and how they go uh, in a rematch against Alabama because I don't think Nick Saban and and that Alabama defense has much uh, fear uh, in facing Stetson Bennett. Thank you. I knew if something was missing. I told, listen, I told Mikey, hey, Chris, okay, after every, every time the Bears stopped speaking to play that sound, uh, and, and we have forgotten seven times already. That's okay. It's the body. It's time to charm. <laughs> oh, it's so good. Now you're using that sound on college game day because, well, I, I like to take credit for that. Yes, they are on game day. They use it on, on the. Uh, they have a bear pop up with that sound effect on the daily wager bet show that we do. Like, yeah, hey, you it. you are a you're a trendsetter. You're an, <laughs> an innovator. That's what Innovator I in the digital and media world. <laughs> um, so you feel like the committee got it right, huh? You yeah, like I think, they got I think this they exactly did. right. Now yeah. look, now look. If we're being honest, and I, I'd like a verbal crutch that I hate because when am I not going to be honest? Well, I'm always going to not be honest. Best just so we're clear, okay? Well, that's good. Well, that's why we appreciate Thank you. you. But like I'm the four best you. teams are Alabama, Georgia, Ohio State, and Michigan. But but if, if that is what we could have said a month ago. So why bother playing the games if that's what we're going to do? So I, I think you do need to – I think they did get it right with putting Cincinnati in over uh, those teams that all have two losses. <laughs> Thank you. I appreciate that. <laughs> I even um, I again, laid out with a nice pause for you as well. To make you really sure you did. Got You're a pro. That's why. We're not. Um, listen, Stop. you mentioned that we were talking Alabama before. Is it just me or is Nick Saban like, it appears like he has a heart, like emotions. <laughs> like he's he's oh, not a he's robot. Great. Like he's enjoying it, right? He, yes. He's great. He's great. I mean, the, after the Auburn Incredible. game, it was awesome to see the, the celebration and then the the, the the rat the yummy rat poison comment after the SEC title game. Now he is probably the most misunderstood, misrepresented coach in the sport from what like fans and like people yep. think of him to what he is. Like they're like, oh, he's so difficult on the media. He'll do anything that we want. Like uh, on free and in college game day, like you want to come out? Sure. Come to the you got a, you got a three o'clock game. You want to come to the set? Sure. You face you FaceTime or sure. Like he is so like helpful and a comedy. He gets it because he understands the value of putting himself out there. And then you can't put a dollar price on the amount of publicity that he gives uh, his team and his school and his, his program. So uh, Nick is great. I love him. 
I know a lot of Dolphins fans. No, you didn't lay out. You didn't lay out. I know. I'm sorry. I I, I thought at the very end saying, you know what? A lot of Dolphins fans probably don't love him for for, for, for leaving the Dolphins. But if they would have signed Drew Brees instead of Dante Culpepper, none of this might even have happened. Yeah, he might not be at all. We have the Dolphins. We have the Dolphins to thank for the Alabama dynasty. <laughs> he was just making uh, sure I laid out that time. It, it's funny that you uh, that you bring that up. Uh, how Miami feels about Nick Saban? Because we were just having this discussion on our show the other day. I think the hatred is gone for Nick Saban. It's turned into respect. Like like like. Listen, like That's or dislike, true. right? And Miami has plenty of reasons not to like the guy. Uh, I think we just respect the hell out of him because. He's the greatest coach we've ever seen, you know? Greatest coach you've ever seen, right? Uh, in college football, yeah. Uh, like, it's interesting because we talked about this whole dynasty thing and you put the Alabama dynasty against the uh, what, what Florida State did from like 1987 to 2000. Crazy. And, and it's, a, it's a different era, uh, but that, that was a pretty incredible run too. I mean, the, Noll, the Knowles only had the, uh, the, the two national titles in that run compared to what Alabama has done lately, but to, to finish in the top four, 14 straight years, uh, for what they what they were, 11, uh, 10 or 11 wins every year. Uh, that, uh, Bowden and the Moles had it going then. It's kind of up there with the, uh, I think it's, well, I don't know, is Miami a better analogy for them? Like that 82 to 92 type type run they had? From 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 80, from 83. When they, to, when they beat Nebraska, to, you're to, saying, to, right. Yeah, right. Yeah, from, from 83 when they won their first title too. I don't know, 90, I guess you got to say 94 just because they were in the, yeah. in the orange bowl that year. And then 95 things kind of, things kind of went south. Now that was, that was a ridiculous run. Cause just you, you win national titles four times in yeah. 10 years. That, 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 that's pretty damn good. Where would Jimmy be? Would Jimmy be close to the top. Sorry. I didn't lay out there. My bad. Would Jimmy be like, where would Jimmy be in your top? Is he in the top five college coaches you've ever seen? Oh, I would think he's certainly up there. And especially we, we did a, uh, a show a couple of years ago on the CFB 150 deals. And you talk about like best college pro coaches. What do you combine what he did in college with what he did in, in, in the NFL? Like he's gotta be like number one. Uh, for, for what he did building building the Cowboys Agreed. and winning Super Bowls there. And I know a lot of people uh, say, uh, oh, well, Nick Saban's got to be that. Well, yeah, well, Nick didn't have a ton of success uh, in, in, in the NFL. But no, I, I think in Jimmy gets – I think Jimmy gets forgotten about a lot uh, just because he he's been out of college football for, for so, so well, long. Let me be but, clear, Bear. It, had Jimmy stayed at the University of Miami, stayed in the college game, Jimmy would have won like five national championships, like easily. Oh. I mean, you you could I mean in his best teams, eighty six and 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 eighty eight, yeah, didn't even win titles. Lost to Penn State in eighty six, yeah, yeah, right. Yeah. And, and and then the and then, that was uh, the Vinny team, yeah. Testaverde, right. And, and and then his his last his last team in uh, in eighty eight was pretty damn good too. Yeah. Um. So it's interesting. I want to play some sound from Kirk Herbstreit because what year did you graduate from UM, Chris? 94. So this this university, this football program means a lot to you. It means it a does. lot to a lot of people. Yeah, because college football, listen, it was just better. Uh, I'm not saying it's not great now, but college football is always better when Miami, Florida State, and Florida are relevant, especially Miami, right? And Florida State, I guess. And they're both mm-hmm. down right now. 
which is odd to see. But um, so it means a lot to you. It means a lot to a lot of people. It means a lot to Kirk Herbstreet. Uh, and so Herbie had this to say on College Game Day, I don't know, a couple of months ago. And he was the first one, really. I think this is when the story started to gain some traction, uh, the University of Miami. Well, let's listen to Kirk Herbstreet. I, I go all the way back to 2006. It was last year that Larry Coker was the coach there. That's 15 years. Miami has averaged seven and five since 2006. They've had five head coaches. You just think about with the Orange Bowl gone, the student body has to drive 45 minutes to go to their games. You have an athletic department that clearly is not really showing that this is something that they are willing to try to make changes. The president, there was an article from Barry Jackson this week that came out, said that the president basically told Blake James, the AD, hey, sports, you're on your own. That's your thing. I don't know if that's true. It was in an article. To me, college football, you look at the powerhouse programs, Alabama, Clemson, Ohio State, president, AD, head coach, same vision. Have all the same, they're aligned in their vision for what needs to happen, recruiting, budget, staff, whatever it means, that's what it takes. Miami doesn't have that. So I don't think it matters who the head coach is Mm. until you get a president and an AD and a coach together on the same page. Yep. I, I guess football doesn't matter. It matters to the alums, to the right. brotherhood of the U. Right. But I don't know if it matters to the people making decisions at Miami. And if they don't change that, it doesn't matter who's the head coach. Is. Now, it was well delivered by Herbie. Mm-hmm. And he took he got a lot of applause for it. And he deserved yes. it. I'm wondering how much of that, how much of what he said did you put in his ear? <laughs> um, I put some of it in his ear. Right. Uh, I, I made some comments, too, in, in that segment about about what the uh, that that it was he was right because it's not it wasn't just the football program it's what's been going on with the basketball program and the baseball program and and, and issues and it's funny because at the time who the heck knew what was ultimately going to happen but he mentioned programs in schools Alabama and Clemson and oh by the way who did Miami hire or have they officially announced it's been Radakovich that was hired as AD or is that still kind of in limbo. Like, I don't even know. I have to text Mike Ryan. I'll ask him. I don't know. He, he knows before anyone else does. It's an, it's a, I, I think, I think they have officially announced that. Yes. Okay. Yeah. But I mean, they, 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 and, and now that's what you've got. Right. You've got it. Was it messy and sloppy and did they kind of do it backwards? Yeah. But that's, it, it, that's the cost of doing business. It did it look unfair to Manny. Yeah. But, but people will say, well, look what he did to temple. But now you've got an AD and Radikovic who, He's going to not demand respect. He's going to command respect and command that everything is in order. You got Mario, who is going to be, is, I mean, no one loves Miami probably more than him. Uh, he's going to do, I, I almost think he took, I don't know this for sure, like when he was re- recruiting at Alabama and he'd come to South Florida and pluck all those guys right. away. Like, it wouldn't shock me, like, if he was, like, in the back of his mind, like, almost took it personally, that he could come to Florida, South Florida, take these guys, bring them to Alabama. Like, Where the hell is Miami? What? These guys should be going to Miami. So, uh, I, I think a lot of those guys will see if they wind up staying now. And I'm curious to see if uh, Joe Brady is has been called or uh, a candidate for the offensive coordinator position. Because uh, you, you talk about a, uh, an offseason to, to rival. Like, like, look what LSU did. In 2018, when you bring in you bring in Brady and you bring in Burrow as a transfer and uh, the changes on the coaching staff, that, that yeah, Miami you got you got an AD who's got a right chip there. You've right. got a new head coach who is uh, loves his uh, loves his alma mater. 
You could potentially have Joe Brady again as an offensive coordinator like he was at LSU, and you've got a great returning quarterback in Tyler Van Dyke who can do some really special things this year. So uh, as, as bleak as everything looked back in whenever that was, October, when we we're having that conversation on the set. That was right uh, before the Miami-FSU game. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I think there is an opportunity uh, for, for things ultimately to turn out uh, pretty darn well for them. And, and I'll say this too, like for those who want to, who want to, who want to kill Maddie and crush Matt, like they played pretty damn hard for him they did. all the way through. Yeah. Like, I mean, they, they lost those games, the close games to Virginia and North Carolina, and they didn't quit on the year. They, they, they wound up winning every single game the rest of the way with the exception of the FSU game, which they very easily uh, could have won. And, and Manny did a lot. Manny, Manny didn't really make, I mean, he made mistakes and he wasn't perfect, but he did. He like, the moves that he needed to make, he did. They just didn't work out. You didn't have talent on uh, on offense. You brought in De'Ara King and transfer portal. You changed the offensive coordinator. Defense struggled. You brought in a new defensive coordinator, and, and, and you took some some ownership of it. Uh, this, this past year, things were getting out of control. The season was going downhill. You, you played the younger guys to build for the future. So it, it kind of sucks for him in a sense that everything that a head coach should have done, he did. But at the same time, he, he, he does need to be held accountable for the record and the last lack of success in some of the bigger games and not winning some of the closer games and, and, the, and the way the season got started. But uh, I'm, I'm hoping he does well, but I'm really I'm looking forward to seeing Mario and the, and the passion and the, the energy and just kind of and he and he put it best. He's like, unless unless you played there, unless you went there. You really don't sure. know what it's yeah, all about. True. So, uh, right. we'll look, 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 looking forward to, um, uh, to, to, ne- to next season and see, uh, see him get it done. <laughs> Wait, did. so this whole thing about Manny and how he was treated, first off, a couple of things. That's the business of college football. I hate to tell you. I don't mm-hmm. care about the hot. Oh, totally. I don't care about the how. I don't care that he was pulled off the recruiting trail. And for those of you who don't know, and, and, the bear referenced it earlier. Manny took the job at Temple, Manny Diaz. Okay, he took the job. He was coaching there and then left Temple, left those kids, left his commitment, okay, while he was on the recruiting trail, by the way, mm-hmm. and went back to the University of Miami. So, And and he's going to get a buyout that is many, 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 many million millions right? of dollars. Yes, right, exactly. And you know what the bizarre thing? I'm glad you brought that up because I can remember – we were in Miami for the Orange Bowl that year. Right. And I can remember watching the abomination. Uh, I think it was against Wisconsin and uh, what wound up being Mark Rick's final game. And nobody knew that he was stepping down. I remember, I guess, what, I'm like, oh, my God, this is terrible. And I got on a plane the next morning or two days later, whatever it was, after the Orange Bowl to go to the Rose Bowl. Uh, super early flight. So I get on the plane. Nothing is happening and uh, fall asleep, flip open my iPad about two hours later, and it's just a string of messages. And I'm like, what the hell's going on? And then I see it's Mark Rick uh, retiring, resigning, stepping down, whatever you want to call it. And rumor is Manny Diaz is going to be uh, be named head coach. And I I was sitting there, I'm like, how can you – hang on one sec here. I I think I'm going to sneeze. I think I'm going to sneeze. Sneeze, no, sneeze, go. Get it out. I was <laughs> uh, and, and, and Wait, no. Yeah, that was your sneeze. <laughs> <laughs> but, but, and, then I'm, and then I'm saying to myself, how can Blake just hire him back as head coach without this 
like search like like was man was, was he re- really the best candidate at that time yeah their defense had played great all year and obviously you wanted to keep him around but for first time head coach to step into the situation that they had that that was i, I don't know if that was the, the best move uh by blake at the time and, and clearly um it wound up not being Stu Gouts here for my friends over at Miller Lite. A lot's changed over the years. One thing that hasn't, the great taste of Miller Lite. Another thing that hasn't changed is that it's less filling. So, what is the best thing about the original light beer? Miller Lite sparked this debate in 1975, and we still haven't settled it. Listen, for me, it's simple. When I'm sitting around with friends, with family, we're at concerts, we're watching the Knicks finally win for the first time in 30 years, we're laughing, we're having a great time, we do it with ice cold. Miller Lite. Always have, always will. Miller Lite keeps it simple, undebatable quality, great taste, only 96 calories. It's the beer that strips away everything you don't need and holds on to what matters most. You don't have to choose what's best. Miller Lite has great taste and is less filling. Tastes like Miller time. To get Miller Lite delivered right to your door, visit MillerLite.com stew, or you can find it pretty much anywhere that sells beer. Celebrate responsibly. Miller Brewing Company, Milwaukee, Wisconsin, 96 calories per 12 ounces, fewer cows and carbs than premium regular beer oh my gosh folks gather around everyone gather around listen to these words the nba playoffs are heating up and so is the action at DraftKings sportsbook an official sports betting partner of the nba with same game parlays live betting odds boosts and so much more don't miss out as the nba postseason winds down and if you're new to DraftKings, you gotta check this out new customers listen to me you bet just five bucks to get 150 in bonus bets instantly Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use code DAN. That's code DAN for new customers. And you get 150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. That's insane. Only on DraftKings. The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Or in West Virginia, visit www.1800gambler.net. In New York, call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY-467-369. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly. On behalf of Boot Hill Casino Resort in Kansas, 21 plus, age varies by jurisdiction, void in Ontario. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. See dkng.co slash bball for eligibility, deposit restrictions, terms, and responsible gaming resources. Uh, we have, so it's interesting because Mario Cristobal during his press conference... Um, where he's being introduced as Miami's head coach. Uh, they said, don't ask about the process. Uh, just, just. Yeah, just, what was. Yeah. Well, I mean, no one wants to know because I don't care he's, how the sausage yeah, is. Yeah, he's not going to. He's really not going to. I mean, but what are you going to say? It? All he's got to say is, I'd rather. Hey, what's done is done. Not going to comment yeah. on it. I'm here and excited. I mean, that, that's all he's got to say. Don't, right. don't, tell, don't tell everybody what questions to ask about it. Not to ask Cam. I'm calling out Cam Gorby right now because he probably told him to say that. I Love totally Cam. agree with you. Like they're journalists in there. They got to exactly. ask the questions. He doesn't want to answer them. He doesn't want to answer them. But I, but me, just for me, my, pro- I don't care. I don't care right. how this all came about. Correct. It came about. It's college football. Mm-hmm. It's the way it is. Uh, and we're peeling back the curtain on it in a way we never have Correct. before. So who gives a shit? Um, but this is where I wanted to go with you is Mario said that he would, uh, he wants to try to get Herbie on the coaching staff. Okay. <laughs> Which, <laughs> <laughs> I, I'll be honest with you. You should probably get you, Felique, on the coaching staff. Uh, I was going to say, I got the alumni. I'm, I got the, I'm, it's in my blood. I'm on the, I'm, I'm an alum. Right. I got, I got uh, rings but, and helmets and all sorts of stuff. I know you do. And Mike Ryan, I mean, certainly should at least, you know, should get director 10%. Of, director of football ops. <laughs> <laughs> director, director of football operations. But 
I had Kirk on my podcast not too long ago, right when his book came out. Mm -hmm. uh, by the way, do you see the cover of that book? I mean, Herbie's eyes so have never looked better. So it's handsome. unbelievable. Jesus Christ. I couldn't even get past the cover. <laughs> 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 but uh, I asked Herbie if, because in talking to him, his relationship with his dad, growing up and all that stuff, I asked Herbie, would you ever be interested in coaching? Here's what he said. Yeah, I've talked to some people recently about that. Yeah, and and I at this stage, I would love it, man. I I would love to coach, um, but at this stage, you know where I am in broadcasting, really for the last I don't know fifteen years or so. You know, I almost want to. I talk to my wife about this all the time. I would love to get to a point where I can financially retire and then go into even high school coaching. Like I, I want to coach before it's all said and done. I definitely want to coach. So can you see Kirk Herbstreit coach? Not at U yes. University of Miami, yes, but I eventually can. being a coach somewhere? Yes, right. I can. Yes. Really? Yes. Okay. Yes, I can. Right. Yeah, and just hearing, I mean, knowing Kirk the way I know him and just hearing the way he answered that with the tone in his voice, yeah, it, yeah. It, it's something that, that I can certainly see him doing. And, and I think what he mentioned there about high school, I, I think that's probably the way he would go about doing it. I, I think getting him... I mean, he talks more about his days at, high, at Centerville in high school uh, than he does at Ohio sure. State, just about the, the impact that his uh, coaches there had on him and just being a part of those teams and uh, shaping uh, kids and, 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 and helping them grow uh, both ac academically and athletically and uh, maturing them. So I, I, I think that high school, what he said there about high school coaching, uh, I can 100% see that. <laughs> I wasn't sure if we were going to get it there because that was kind of uh, like a, like Mike, an yeah, emotional, deep us, thought yeah, kind of response. No, I wanted every time. I mean, I have to make up for the first seven that we missed. <laughs> yeah. um, so you can see Herbie doing that. Yeah, I, can. I can as well. I think he'd be great. In college, I think he'd be even better just because, I mean, you walk into a living room with those set of eyes. I mean, Jesus Christ. Oh, I mean, just clearly. stare. Just stare at the kid. No comment. He just has to break his game day at least with him. He's just got to walk in. Here they are. And, and by the way, Mikey, hey, I mean, if Herbie He's not financially sound by this point. I mean, he should probably get a money manager. I mean, Jesus yeah, I was, I was, I was, was going to say money manager, new agent. Like, who, who the heck knows? Oh, my God. It's so I'm great. Doing we so also great. asked Kirk about me reappearing. He, he thought I did a fantastic job as he a did. guest celebrity picker. Thank and you. it sucked. It sucked because it was the whole Zoom. And, uh, we, need, we need to, you know, we should have you be the celebrity guest picker on our New Year's Eve show for College Game Day for the Orange Bowl. Oh, you, all right. you can so, do it in listen, person. I told, so by the way, the cameramen that day, they woke up, right? They were expecting to go to J-Lo and A-Rod's house. They ended up at Stugatz's house. Okay? <laughs> <laughs> it's a huge letdown. And, and, <laughs> and, and, and now we know let... why they didn't go, go to J-Lo and A-Rod's house. <laughs> exactly. exactly. She was with Ben. <laughs> 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 but we asked Herbie uh, about my performance on College Game Day, and I want you to listen to this, and perhaps you can remind him that he said this, okay? Well, and perhaps you and I can get this done. Here is Kirk Herbstreet on Stupidity. We'd love to have you come back. You did, you know what's crazy? You can tell you follow the sport. I mean, yes. and, and you have fun with it. You know, I mean, yes. that, that's the thing. We've had guys come on, and some of them will get really analytical and they, you know, they clearly they prepped and others are like, what game are we talking about? You know, and, and to me, it's kind of in the middle, right? Just have fun with it. And, 
you know, Charles Barkley's like the king of it. You know, he'll come up with some funny reasons why he's picking teams. Um, but yeah, man, I think you did great. We got to get you on a college campus where the crowd's going absolutely crazy. I would, uh, I would absolutely love that. Now, the reason my voice sounded the way it did there was I was fresh off a dead show and about to go to another one. Okay, so, <laughs> I was in bad. I was in bad shape. I think Herbie recognized it too. By the way, I felt his eyes. I just felt. <laughs> uh, so anyway, Her- <laughs> so Herbie would like to have me back. You would like to have me back. What? I'm no longer at ESPN, but listen, it's not listen. It's listen, not me. They just like it's Levitard. So I mean. <laughs> I, th- oh, wait, I think I, don't, I saw the dead once. Really? Uh, yeah, only once. Why? My, uh, why what? Why just why once? You didn't once? like them? Yeah. No, I guess it was one of those things. It was in Miami, and right. I was in, in school there. And yeah, I don't know. Take some mushrooms? Okay. Or- <laughs> no, no, no. A lot of secondhand. Uh, <laughs> Here's the bear right after taking a bong. Hit. I went to I went to so many shows when I <laughs> actually yeah it's got to be a little a little lower key after, after a bong. You got to got to bring it down a few decibels. All right, so we're gonna talk to uh, Lee Fitting and try to get this done. Right, what do you think? We're gonna go around Fitting. We're gonna leave him out of the project. He's him. got more important things to worry about right now. Does he really? He's in charge of everything. Yeah, but- I'm kidding. I have no idea. He's in charge. All right. Well, just remind Herbie that he said it. Uh, Let's collaborate and figure out a way to make this happen because I love you guys. Yeah. yeah, Maybe you should like, you should just like, it could be one of those like, Hey, look, look who's in the crowd, by the way, maybe we should have them come up on the, somehow like miraculously show up on New Year's, New Year's Eve December 31st. Are you guys coming down for the orange bowl game? Is that, Okay. We are. I mean, yeah, that's, we are. I mean, it's, you're right yeah. in my backyard. You could do it from my backyard if you like. I mean, feel free. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. You're good. I have a pool, just like Corso. <laughs> pool, pond, yeah, pond. There's be, a pool and a pond. A pond. pond, pond. pond. <laughs> so one thing, you know, it's so funny you said that because the one that we, we had a major miss last year. We absolutely should have done a done a show from Corso's backyard, and I we I just thought about I it too, like too late. It would have been awesome to do a show from his backyard at the end of the year when things were kind of better and we got through it. But that was a that was a swing and a miss. We we, we missed out on that. Still do it, I guess. But we figured out a way, right? We figured we could. we could still do it, right? It'd be fun. Yeah. Uh, we figured we do anything. Yeah, we, now, listen. I don't know if you're interested in this or not, but Mikey A and I were talking, right? We'd like to do a bet here. You pick mm-hmm. every college bowl game, right? Okay. I pick every college bowl mm-hmm. game. Okay. If I win. Okay, if I beat you, mm-hmm. I'm not certain I shouldn't be getting, I don't know, like you get strokes in golf. I mean, you're a professional gambler. Mm, not just... this year, my man. Not this year, my man. <laughs> okay, okay. Regardless, we digress, okay? Well, we, head... we did get about 500 on the board, so I'm happy about that now. That's all that matters. Scratched out, scratched out six and one the last two weeks, so we're we're up over 500. S- saved your season. That a boy. Yes. <laughs> yeah, and there's no now we, got, we, we got balls coming up. <laughs> and so, all right, now so it's you... time to make, now it's time to profit. So you pick every bowl game, right? Okay. I pick every bowl game. Okay. And if I win, okay, I just get to sit on your lap mm-hmm. on college it's, game day. You want to do that? You, listen to me. Do you want it? Because it's, you don't it's say, uncomfortable. Yeah, but this is what's funny about it. No one acknowledges that I'm there. I don't say a single word, okay? <laughs> I just sit on the bear's lap for the entire show. You, you see that? Because now, it's a funny it idea. Just, if it were just me, up to me, 
I would right. say yes, absolutely. But there might be some other layers that get involved there that might discourage right. that for, for three hours. If you win, you can sit on my lap. I mean, I have a... <laughs> now that I'd be up for. Yeah, I, you, you, your set's a hell of a lot more fun than mine. You talk about and in case, for a portal and... and in, ca- blah, blah, blah. in case anyone thinks I have a chance at beating the bear and picking bowl games, I'll remind them of this. What if I told you that in 2016, one self-proclaimed gambling expert improbably went 0 for 14 with his gambling picks, and three and a half years later, he doubled down. That if you think this is bad, these are just the bets you know about. That I desperately need my daughter Rachel to get that lacrosse scholarship now, thanks to the bad boy mowers Gasparilla that I have no idea how GoFundMe works and I'm going to need someone, preferably Guillermo, to set one up for me, COB. That I now need you to put the aid in fade. That I've told my bookie I've had a bat mitzvah to attend for two consecutive weeks and I believe he's starting to get wise. That he's warned me, for some reason, that there are 64 bones in the human arm, and I'm beginning to think he means something by it. That I spent Christmas Eve pawning a ring that has been in my wife's family for 150 years because I saw a weakness in the North Carolina secondary in the military ball presented by Northrop Grumman. That after the military ball, my bookie, Thank me for my service. That I sold a kidney on the black market because of a hunch I had in the San Diego County Credit Union Holiday Bowl. That I learned over the holidays that you get paid $229 per unit of plasma you sell if you separate the red blood cells from the platelets. That apparently For just four grand, you can get a brand new identity off the dark web. That burning off your fingerprints and getting some dental work to stay ahead of your bookies doesn't hurt as much as you would think. That my name is now Merlin Torres, age 48, permanent resident of Southeast Malaysia. That I seriously need to reevaluate some if Darren Ravel is making fun of how bad I am at gambling. That I ran from the cemetery the night before the quick lane ball after having exhumed the necklace we buried my great-grandmother wearing. That a $100 parlay bet, the opposite of all my picks, would have netted you $800,000. That Cape Verde doesn't have an extradition treaty with the United States. ESPN Films presents a 30 for 30 about a man who entered bowl season 15 games up and ended five organs down. Felica. <laughs> 
in the middle of that run, the 0 for 16 bowl run that I had, I got a text from you. I remember until this day saying, you are a fucking legend, my friend. <laughs> you have to, like, like, you have to, that's, like, to be that bad, I, mean, that, that, I, I would almost rather, like, that's more impressive than, than, than going 16. I, I, was, I remember that, wasn't it the, uh, the Wake Forest, Michigan State pinstripe ball yes. that finally broke the, because yes. I remember watching that game. I think we were on the same side, and I was like, "Oh no!" And, and, and finally, we uh, the law of averages caught up, but, and, and you broke that that run. I remember I was so happy that that you finally got your got your win, even though like I'm sure there was like a little bit of part of me like wanted to see how long you could not a little it not a little without, part uh, of you. I think all of you. <laughs> <laughs> I think all parts of you. Okay, <laughs> so bets on. I mean, <laughs> yeah, we're we're we're, we're, we're going we'll to figure out something for me though if uh, if you happen to win because. We, we will figure out stakes. We'll figure something here, out. Yeah, exactly. Mike, Mike EA wanted them to be actual stakes. <laughs> like, like, I said well, I'm, 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 I'm fine with a little, 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 little Prime 112. We're good with that. Well, are, we, are, we, are we allowed to like promote? Yes. Uh, give restaurants. Yeah, I promote, and- yeah, yeah. <laughs> we promote Miles all the time. Yeah, you're the bear. You can do whatever you want. And you're on stupidity, which certainly means you can do whatever that. <laughs> there are no want. rules. <laughs> there are no rules. It's like, it's um, like, uh, it's like uh, was it Outback? No rules. Hey, hey least authentic australian it's a, it's as unauthentic as brian kelly turning into uh boudreaux kelly <laughs> yeah, yeah, Bo- yeah, boudreaux <laughs> and that's boudreaux with an x okay. <laughs> <laughs> were you as shocked as i was that he suddenly had a southern uh southern yeah, accent it, it was amazing it, it was it was almost it almost sounded like he was a little uh, a little uh almost, it almost sounded like he went to a dead concert there right before he showed up <laughs> Uh, Bear, we uh, we love you. And quickly before you leave here, uh, I am wondering, the coaching move that will have the biggest impact on college football over the next two or three, se- five seasons, let's call it, because you had so many coaches kind of shuffle around here. Mm-hmm. You know, you have Mario now in, in Oregon. Oregon's going to replace him. We'll see if it's going to be mm-hmm. Chip Kelly. Of course, you have Brian Kelly going to LSU. Marcus Freeman replaces him at Notre Dame, which everyone seems to love that hire. Lincoln Riley over to uh, to USC. Muschamp is now replacing Riley. It's crazy. It is absolutely crazy. So the the move that will have yeah. the greatest impact on the sport over the next five years. Can, can I can I can I can I cheat sure. and go like tie? Yeah. Uh, I think Lincoln Lincoln Rally because of everybody's been waiting for someone to go to SC, recruit their ass off, and get them out of the, the mediocrity that that they've been in. And I think we've seen him flipping guys and out recruiting ever since he took the job. I think that obviously is one that has a, a the Pac-12 needs SC. We're talking about how like, people want Miami to be good. The Pac-12 needs SC. They need the LA teams to be good. And I think Lincoln Riley going there gives them a chance to do it. And the other ones, uh, Marcus Freeman at Notre Dame. I think if he goes, if they win uh, their bowl game, they snap that New Year's six BCS losing streak, and he goes on and does well, that's kind of a, a trend-setting hire to be like, hey, okay, Notre Dame is one of the top five programs of all time, and you hire a guy who is 35 years old, who's never been a head coach, a minority. It, like, it basically tells everybody else, like, hey, Notre Dame did it, and it worked. What, what, what's your excuse now? So, so I think Lincoln Riley and Marcus Freeman are probably the two that certainly will be the ones that have, have a, a potential landscape-changing type effect. 
And not Mario, huh? Because, listen, Mario will not have to, uh, he won't have to change his accent. He won't have to fake an accent, okay? <laughs> Mario Cristobal is Miami's coach, and I don't imagine he's going to go anywhere for quite some time. No. This is where he's wanted to be for a long time. I feel like they nailed it. I feel like the University of Miami absolutely nailed it. Yeah? They did. They, 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 they did it. People can, uh, people talk, say Mario may not be the best X, best X and O uh, coach out there, but but I think every school or team or program or whatever kind of has like that person that hire who's like exactly what they need at the exact right time. And I think he's exactly what they need at the exact right time. Uh, the bear is into tennis, just like I am. We'll get you out of here. Yes. Are you familiar? Are you familiar with this seven foot? I mean, bear has sent me tennis picks in the middle of the night. <laughs> yes. He said, the random players have that. Davidenko. <laughs> He's like, go take that by guy. The, by, right. by the way, I, I can't tell you how many straight matches I have bet in at Contivate. And like, she was just steamrolling people towards the end right. of the, I, I literally, I bet her to win every slam this year. She didn't get there. And then finally, my persistence was paid off. And she was so undervalued towards the end of the season and, and getting to the final of the uh, that, that championship that uh, Muguruza wound up winning. But, uh, yeah, I, I can't wait for for Australia to be up in the middle of the night and send you more texts about bending on Botic Van Vander Sloop and, <laughs> and, and whoever else. It's so random. Are you familiar with the seven-foot Russian tennis player, though? I am not. Okay, so there's a seven out. like there's a seven footer out there who serves like average serve is 168 mm. miles per. And I have told Lebetard for years, put me on a court. I'm a pretty good tennis player with with any professional tennis player and let him have ten serves and I'd be able to return one. Okay, mm. so they were <laughs> or I get my racket on one. So we're doing it this weekend. Okay, so it's this Russian seven foot tennis player. Um, he serves you know like 168 with miles you. per hour. With me, it was originally gonna be Marty Fish. Okay, this guy's second serve is harder than Marty Fish's first serve, right? So Marty has planted this guy in our lives somehow. Do you think I'll return a single <laughs> no. serve? You got no, no shot. What you do got you mean? No shot. No. You got no shot. I, I listen. I can guess his tendencies. He likes to take me out wide. I'll go out wide. I'll just stand out wide, and I'll get my racket on. Yeah, he'll, stand, right? he'll stand out wide, and I'll come right down the middle. Uh, yeah, that's a good point. Yeah, but I'll stand yeah, out wide to bait him to go to the middle, and then I'll start going to the middle once he gets into his motion. How about that? Uh, no, you don't oh, think I'm going to do it? I can't. Uh, no, no. Okay. You got, no, you got you can't no wait shot. to see it. No, I cannot wait to see it. Though. <laughs> All right, we're going to video it. Uh, yeah, I was going to say, maybe, maybe, maybe make sure I get an alert when that when that when that video is. But up. you would agree, as a tennis fan, I need to show up like max tennis dude, right? Like seventeen oh, rackets, headband, yeah, yeah. yeah headband, <laughs> right. yeah, maybe yeah, the, the, the yeah, co- bright colored ankle, <laughs> an- the Andy Murray ankle braces, yes, yes. With, with, with just the sloppy shoes. Oh yeah, yeah. totally. Like like he and I are gonna play points, not just him serving, yeah, right? I got one of one of one of the one of like the bad. Um, 90s Andre Agassi like ugly shirts all that <laughs> yeah, you're right or, yeah. or you could or you could go classic like Lendl with like the the, the Sergio Tatini uh the, the, the classic blue stripe with the, uh, <laughs> well and I, I have, and I have to have sawdust in my pocket <laughs> Saw, saw sawdust in your pocket uh, one one of like two bu- two individual bottles where you're mixing the power drink up in in, 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 in between in, in between that. serves right there is going to be a change there's going to be a changeover right you have to have a ch- five serves at one end of the court and five serves yes, at the other yes 
So you add a changeover in there and you can just add to the, to the, to the event. So, so success for me would be just getting my racket on a ball. Like you get right? your that racket be... on a ball. Yeah, that's a good thing. <laughs> I'm going to throw my racket at the ball. <laughs> I'm going to bring all 17 rackets out and just throw them everywhere. <laughs> just throw them everywhere. Oh, my God. All right. Um, well, dude, we appreciate it. We miss you. Uh, by the way, of the guys on college game day, who is the best tennis player? Who would be? I imagine Reese Davis just kicks ass at tennis. Uh, Pollock. Re- what? I think pa- Pollock. I, I'm saying this because I don't. I don't think Brees plays tennis. I, I know Kirk doesn't play tennis. Uh, Dez is a physical freak, but I don't think he plays tennis. Um, Pollock, I know, always used to play racquetball with uh, with Coach Rick. So okay. I am a SUNY, and he is a tennis guy as well. All right. So of the guys on the set, I, I, my answer is, uh, is, is David Pollock. Fowler obviously can play. Yes. He's no longer college game. No. So uh, pa- Pollock is the... Uh, Maybe Corso back in the day was uh, was oh, a tennis player. No? Totally, he, he he was everything. He was a multi-sport star: baseball, baseball, uh, football. Yeah, totally, absolutely. I just want to say this because I've told Kirk this, I've told Reese this. The way you guys care, the way you treat Lee Corso, the way all of you clearly care about Lee Corso for me and just what a family you guys are. And you know, I think it's the best pregame show in the history of pregame shows. It's you guys and the guys on TNT. Mm -hmm. You guys all know that on that set. Uh, It's a fantastic show. But what really makes it for me is the loving care that you guys show and put towards Lee Corso, uh, especially Kirk, who's sitting right next to him. And that's by design Mm -hmm. uh, every single week. It is, it is so nice. So fantastic to see. And it's, uh, it's my favorite. It's my favorite element of that show, just the chemistry and the way you guys care about yeah, that man. It's all. Yeah. It's awesome and it's genuine. And I think uh, what we were talking about before about Kirk and growing up as the son of a coach, and Kirk kind of gravitated towards Coach early on and would ask him advice. And when he was just starting out, and I think it's kind of Kirk like being able to give something back and the respect that he has has really. And it was awesome towards the end of the year to see because. When Lee was great prior to his stroke, he was mm-hmm. so spontaneous, so witty, so quick. Incredible. And in the last few weeks, when we've had these playoff discussions, he's telling you, "Yeah, I don't give a shit." I'm, like Cincinnati, they don't belong. Group of five, Notre Dame. Like, like he was so passionate about. I don't, I don't care that Michigan State beat Michigan. Michigan's better. Like he was just so quick and so natural and so funny. It, it kind of gave. I, I know Kirk and I kind of a flashback to what coach used to be like uh, in the days. And it was so awesome, like refreshing to have him part of be part of that spontaneity in those conversations. It was, it was a lot of, a lot well of fun said. to see. Well and said. We and he's him. still pretty damn good. I got to tell you. Yeah, yeah. He's still pretty damn sharp. Oh by, oh, by the way, who was the only person on that set to pick Alabama last week? And me. Yeah. Ooh. I mean, if I was on the set, of course. Ooh. I mean, listen, yeah. I made a bet with Mike. Mike has, you know, you remember I did the Paul Feinbaum, right? Where I lost the bet. At ESPN, so I had to shave my head like Feinbaum. I had a bet with Mike Ryan because I kept saying all year, Georgia, do it against Alabama. Mm-hmm. Georgia, do it against Alabama. Georgia, do it against Alabama. And Mike kept saying, Georgia's got the best defense I've ever seen. Georgia's got the best defense I've ever seen. I said, they haven't played Alabama yet. He said, let's bet. Let's do the Feinbaum. Not only did we make the bet, he gave me six and a half points. I, mean, <laughs> I love rat poison. I mean, <laughs> Bear, uh, we miss you. We love you. Thank you for being so gracious with of your course. time. I know it's a busy time for you. Uh, please promote the podcast with you and Stanford Steve, uh, the gambling podcast. Yeah, no, Stanford Steve and the Bear. We um, call coming up. We should have a pod basically 
uh, every Wednesday from here on out through, through the bowl season. And we'll be on uh, uh daily wager as well. So just looking forward to having some fun this bowl season. It's great. And up strong, but awesome to, uh, awesome to chat with you and see you and, we we, I, we, I, we 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 miss. I appreciate that, and I, I owe you a couple of calls, not one, but like Definitely. three. So yes, <laughs> that, that might that might three calls might begin to cover the uh, all all of the issues with the Jets. <laughs> all right, we love you. Get out of here, man. Uh, we appreciate your time. Thank you, Mikey. A, how great was that catching up with the bear? What was your favorite part of that? Because I have I have I have two favorite parts, two of them. I would just say, like watching him talk about Lee Corso. It's like. You could just tell how real it is. Like that's that's what that's my favorite part. I figure that would be yours because you're you know you're a compassionate, great human being. I am not. I'm a nice guy. Uh, my, my my favorite parts were this and get the bear sound ready. It was him sneezing and then <laughs> you making it sound like this. <laughs> and then it was the sound of Chris Felica, what we imagine it sounds like when he takes a bong hit. <laughs> Stupidity. Stu Gouts here for my friends over at Miller Lite. A lot's changed over the years. One thing that hasn't, the great taste of Miller Lite. Another thing that hasn't changed is that it's less filling. So, what is the best thing about the original light beer? Miller Lite sparked this debate in 1975, and we still haven't settled it. Listen, for me, it's simple. When I'm sitting around with friends, with family, we're at concerts, we're watching the Knicks finally win for the first time in 30 years, we're laughing, we're having a great time, we do it with ice cold. Miller Lite. Always have, always will. Miller Lite keeps it simple, undebatable quality, great taste, only 96 calories. It's the beer that strips away everything you don't need and holds on to what matters most. You don't have to choose what's best. Miller Lite has great taste and is less filling. Tastes like Miller time. To get Miller Lite delivered right to your door, visit MillerLite.com stew, or you can find it pretty much anywhere that sells beer. Celebrate responsibly. Miller Brewing Company, Milwaukee, Wisconsin, 96 calories per 12 ounces, fewer cows and carbs than premium regular beer everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems but getting therapy has its own problems too like finding the right therapist fitting into their schedule and of course the cost well better help can solve those problems it's totally online and built around your schedule it's surprisingly affordable too connect with a credentialed therapist by phone video or online chat all from the comfort of your home visit betterhelp.com to learn more and save 10 percent on your first month that's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P.